ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local win, local now. Member FDIC. It is Wednesday, March 17th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw, heart seltzer made pure. And coming up on those very phone lines this hour, Ari Agnes, the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. Uh, she, right now, probably a, like a proud parent. Not one, not two, but three of her student-athletes Picking up hardware, you get the defensive player of the week, the offensive player of the week, the setter of the week, get a sweep. And oh, by the way, the Thundering Herd, what did they do over the weekend? Well, they swept Florida Atlantic. So right now, I bet Ari has got three golden brooms. She's got a golden broom for winning on Sunday, sweep. She's probably got a golden broom for Monday, and then she's got a golden broom to signify the Thundering Her sweeping the conference awards. Of course, who wins these things? Sierra DeBell, of course, right? I mean, she's going to be player of the year in Conference USA, or at least she's going to be a candidate for it. And then Sarah Shank wins yesterday, and she's Defensive Player of the Week. Sierra DeBell is the Offensive Player of the Week. And then uh, Sydney Lestomo tabbed as the league setter of the week. And we talked about this yesterday, but uh, I'm going to have Ari on. Coach Agnes. I can call her Ari. Nick Ver... <laughs> Easy for me to say. Nick Verzellini, our intern. You can't call her Ari. It's uh, it's Coach Agnes at all times. You're just nodding your head there. You know, okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I would have opened the microphone up for Spencer Dupuis. He wouldn't have shut up. Our former intern there. So I'm... I got to learn. I got to learn you still. I don't disagree, so there's nothing for me to say there. <laughs> Good answer there. So, Coach Agnes joins us on the program coming up here in the next few minutes. I'm looking forward to that, and we'll get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I got some bad news for you, though. Uh, more for Nick than anybody, because uh, tomorrow we're going to have the introductory round, the play-in games, the first four NCAA tournament, we begin at 5 o'clock on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, on Friday, we're going to go on the air with our coverage at noon. Monday, we're going to have early afternoon coverage as well of the NCAA tournament. So, we don't have a show tomorrow, Friday, or Monday. We'll be back at it on Tuesday. So, I'm looking forward to catching back up with you there. You know, I actually used to take the day off to watch the tournament when I actually could take the day off to watch the tournament. It goes back to when DirecTV was still a new thing to a degree and you didn't have the massive television package it was now and you just had one channel for the NCAA tournament. That's it. One channel. And whatever that channel decided you watched, you watched. I don't want to watch Michigan State. Well, you're watching it. Then DirecTV came out with a package that let you, for a nominal fee, you could watch all the games 
opening round, you know, when it was round robin and you have four or five games going on, you know, once it got down to one game and then another game when you got down to the Sweet 16, you know, they didn't have this package. But I have multiple channels, sort of like what you see on Sunday for a Sunday ticket. You could watch all the NCAA tournament games. And so I took that week off, that weekend. I'm like, I'm taking a couple of days. I'm going to watch this stuff. I'm not going to be on the air because we were carrying the game. So there wasn't anything for me really to worry about. And so we watched uh, all these tournament games on DirecTV, and it was a nominal fee. I mean, I remember when Sunday Ticket was like a uh, maybe under $100 for the entire season. And that might get you two weeks now of Sunday Ticket. And then the NCAA came up with streaming. This was brand new. Streaming. What? And you had to sign up. You couldn't just log in and just do it. You had to sign up for the streaming, and you had to get on like a wait list, and then they would let you in the room. It's like they were staggering letting you in so they wouldn't eat their bandwidth up. And this was so fantastic. It's like, wow, I can watch the NCAA tournament on my computer, my office computer. I could watch this. And they knew that people would be watching the tournament on the computer. So in the player... There was something called a boss button. Have you ever heard of a boss button on a, on a streaming player, Nick, at all? You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. Okay. The boss button. Say, for example, the station manager would show up, and she'd come in, and she'd be walking around just making sure we're all doing our work. And I'm sitting there watching the game. Say I'm watching maybe I'm watching the Ohio Bobcats or something like that watching one of the teams in the area, and the boss would come by. You click that button, and it popped up all of a sudden on your desktop a realistic-looking spreadsheet. I'm not kidding you. You press the boss button, and you get a realistic spreadsheet. It looks like you're doing work, and it would cut the audio feed and the video. You wouldn't see that. You would just see the spreadsheet pop up. Like an emergency button, boss walks by. You hit that boss button. It looks like you're doing you're doing work, and then as the boss would go away, you could you could click out of it and you get back to watching the game. That doesn't fly today, and you know what? Honestly, we're all we're at the point now. We're just doing it. Most workplaces are like, okay, all right, never mind. Some workplaces are actually even they understand it, they know, and they're watching with you. And, of course, you can't get away with all of that. You can, of course, listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So the boss button, that needs to come back. Just in case the boss walks by, I press that real quick, and he sees that I'm doing work. Of course, I'm surprised that the boss never questioned why I had a spreadsheet up at my desk. Like, what are you doing on a spreadsheet? My job wasn't really spreadsheet-centric. There was no need for a Why am I on a spreadsheet? I just lied to her. I was like, oh, look, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn Excel so I can do more in the company, so I can be more beneficial in the company and learn Excel. All right, when we come back from break, we are going to talk to Ari Agnes about her broom collection. And that's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
coming up in just a moment. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Marshall women's volleyball team, Ari Agnes, but we want to let you know if you are heading towards I-64 westbound, it's shut down at mile marker four due to a wreck. Again, if you are traveling and you are heading towards I-64 westbound, it is shut down at mile marker four. I want to welcome to the program now the... I, I don't know. I, I've run out of adjectives to describe her. Her eminence, maybe. Uh, the um, All I know is she's got some golden brooms to talk us, to us about. And uh, Ari Agnes joins us. Uh, I've run I've run out of, of catchy little things to say, Coach. I'm just going to have to be serious from now on. I'm sorry. I know that's not what don't you were expecting. Sorry. I think, yeah, I mean, but I think we can do some research. We can find some catchier ones. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, see here, I thought the other day, I thought, okay, you know what? Coach is mad at me or she's big-timing me because she couldn't come on the show. <laughs> It's no, because you you knew that good things were going to happen to talk about. You were you were waiting to come on the show yeah. because you swept on Sunday and Monday, and then the conference awards come out and you sweep those again. Uh, is your back hurting from carrying all that hardware uh, into the uh, volleyball pavilion? Yeah. I would wish, and if I even remotely said it, I think some bad karma is going to come back on me. I. I feel great. I don't do anything. <laughs> it's all them. I I am there. We look. We had a great weekend, and um, we we did things that we hadn't done. We played through some adversity with some different different things that were going on, and and I I'm just proud of them as I always am. You know, it's not it isn't the wins and losses, but for the three to finally get accolades that I believe that they've deserved all year is just a huge testament to them because the three of them, Sierra and Sydney and Sarah, um, are are very much the backbone of our program, um, and they are the leaders of our program on and off the court. So for them to finally get recognized because of just stats, nothing else, no opinion, just stats, is is everything we want. So it was it was a great week, and it's almost one of those things where it's like, that's great. Now we got to move on, and we got to go beat ODU. <laughs> well, before we talk about ODU, let's um, let's talk about the award winners a little bit more detail. Uh, maybe I've jinxed it, but I said earlier that Sierra DeBell is probably going to be a candidate for Player of the Year in Conference USA, and she wins Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, I know the team doesn't start and stop with her, but boy, it's really good with her. Yeah, no, we are we're really lucky to have her, and and she's somebody that when it when it clicks on and I think that you know she and I've had a conversation that beginning of the season I wouldn't say that it clicked on for her right away um but when it finally clicks she's she's unstoppable but she's always steady she's always consistent so you're either going to get a an above great game or a great game which is a pretty good problem to have I just kind of always expect the above great game um and and so she at western had stepped into a different kind of player that that was there a bit last year that I've known is always there and and she's continued to kind of embrace that role since then so so it was a really good weekend but she's a phenomenal athlete phenomenal kid um and and honestly like I think that there's still so much potential um I don't even think that she's hit the the peak of of where she could go and then you add defensive player of the week Sarah Shank and you look at the Bell's numbers and you think, wow, Sierra had a pretty good game all across the board. And then you, you look to Sarah and you go, okay, now we know why she's defensive player of the week. She just had a, <laughs> she just had a tremendous phenomenal weekend. Yeah, she really did. And I mean, not to mention our first match of the year, 
and she had 40 digs, broke, you know, uh, a record and, and put herself in the record book. She, she, she's unreal. Um, and works hard is funny is one of those kids that, that you just enjoy being around. Um, and beyond that just cares and grits it and, and is who she is, which, which I think so much with college, you know, that's the time where, where everybody gets to find themselves and Sarah knows exactly who she is. And, She's here, and this is this is what you're going to get. But she works so hard and just sees the court so well that, you know, she transitioned. She was an outside hitter for us last year and still probably could be. But we have nobody that's pulling up digging numbers that she is and or serve-receive numbers that we, we could give her 75% of the court to defend or to serve-receive, and she would just do her job. Um, she just she truly just does anything that's asked of her at any time. It's, she's, a, she's a great kid to have on the team. And then you get, of course, the third award, the League Setter of the Week with Sydney Lasomo. If I'm saying that correctly, I keep butchering her name. Lasomo. Lasomo. I keep butchering her name. Yes. Sydney Lasomo. Okay. Well, no, she follows me on Instagram. I have to be nice. I have to. <laughs> I have. I have to say it right. So Sydney Lasomo, yeah. who uh, Setter of the Week, and she's almost like the the Magic Johnson of this team uh, this weekend. She's making other players look really good as well. Yes. Um, she is, you know, Sid, Sid came in, um, when I came in and she's just got, she's, she has come so far from where we began, um, and, and who she began as, as a leader. She's been a captain ever since she's been here. Um, and she just, she has had an opportunity this spring to just kind of spread her wings and shine in a way that she hadn't before. Um, and, and so it's just, it's fun to watch her go, but like I've said, like she's been a captain, Shank is a captain, Sierra has been a captain. It, that's that's the leadership that off the court they do the right thing and and they have the mentality and they can't live without volleyball. And when you have three people all in different positions, which is really fantastic, <laughs> those three people leading the court, you know everybody else gets to kind of take a deep breath because you know at their worst day they're still going to give everything that they've got and they're still going to make sure that they find a way to win no matter what it takes. I know this is also important because this is the last regular season home series for the team. Up next is Old Dominion, and after that, you know, we'll see how far this team can go. But I know it was really important. But now we can start looking to Old Dominion, and, and how is the weekend set up for you? Yeah, ODU is. You know, it's going to be tough, and and it's it's going to be a really hard weekend for us. But I think it's a great weekend. The next weekend, we we should have a bye weekend, and and be able to get ready to, to get into the conference tournament. So we, we got to do well to, to clinch that, and we want it to be in our destiny. We want it to be because we have won matches to earn it, not because other people have lost or, like, weird things have happened. Um, so I think that if we can solidify that this weekend, that'll be really good. But they're a new program that is doing really well. Um, they've got a great coaching staff. They've got – they work really hard. Great facilities. Everything up there is just really – nice and and it's something where i have so much respect for um what they're doing how they're doing it that they're going to be really tough but but i'm excited after seeing how we how we did this past weekend and the weekends before even losing to middle you know we we didn't we didn't play our best but we were able to bounce back from it and i think that that just that's the team i would rather be with rather than a team that that doesn't know how to respond back so so we're we're excited. We're in good shape, but but it's not. There's nothing in Conference USA that's ever going to be easy. 
That was something you talked about earlier this week uh, during your post matches uh, on Zoom is you were more concerned about how this team would respond after Middle Tennessee. I mean, you get the sweep, that's pretty good. Most coaches would be happy sure. about that, but even though you get the sweep, I'm sorry, you get you get a split. You get a split. Yeah, you, yep. yeah my mistake. Because I'm just used to you sweeping now. That's um, <laughs> that's just the new gold standard here. You sweep everybody. Middle Tennessee, you lose there, but you were more concerned not with the result at Middle Tennessee. The loss is just, okay, what does the 14th and 15th look like? That's what you were more concerned about after that loss for uh, your squad on Monday the 8th. Yeah, I think that it's, it's just really important that you know, you're never too high and you're never too low with your emotions, whether it's good or bad. So it's not that we focus on the loss. It's just that we've, we've got to make sure that we learn from it. And we did by being able to bounce back and win. Winning is not something that's just talent-based. Winning is something that has to be taught and it has to be understood and it has to be learned as a competitor. So when you lose, it's like, does that set you back a little bit or is your team able to bounce back? So it was just, you know, it was not, it was truly not a good game. Like, just not a good match for us against middle. So, for us to then be able to respond, shake it off, and be like, all right, that was great. <laughs> we can't do that again. And and if we do, we understand that we were in control of why the match went poorly. Um, so, so, I just, I, I think that making sure that we are always humble um, and always understanding that, Yes, it's great to get two sweeps, but let's just make sure this feeling never happens again. Bottle that up, and, and that's more important in order to continue to win and continue to build a tradition and continue to build you know, their own legacies here. It's, it's understanding how to bounce back from a loss from something. So 100% just, just really happy with how they responded because we, we got our tushies kissed. We really did. Ari Agnes joins us, the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team, enjoying the success of the weekend, a sweep on Sunday, a sweep on Monday, uh, the Conference USA Awards all coming to you, and right now I'm sure being proudly displayed over in the, the Volleyball Pavilion. Um, are you just Do you keep all the trophies just right there uh, where everyone can see them here? Uh, I'm sure no, they're, they're all I, stacking up. I get them all up. out of my office. They're all there all theirs i don't i don't do anything we 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 train hard they they practice hard they play hard it's it's all for them i don't want any of it so you're I'm you're like a candy bar every now and then you know and that's just kind of about it <laughs> what do you like um what candy candy bar do you like um twix i think has been like a real home run lately or a baby ruth twix or baby ruth okay kind of random right all right i'm writing this down <laughs> I have an intern. I can have him deliver that for you. <laughs> you know, and the intern has the day off tomorrow, so I can make that happen. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I would do it for you. I mean, don't. I'm not doing it for Kemper or for um, for anyone else over there. I'll send you the candy bar. Don't tell him I said that. Though. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I don't, would tell nobody. Yeah, because he'll get jealous, and you know how you know he will. Because again, I'm still trying to repair the relationship after I got the ice cream fight started. Love that. You didn't Love know that you didn't know that, did you? I, I called him out. I didn't. Yeah, on his Zoom. On his Zoom, I called him out. Love that. We Are gotta you? do it, you know? We gotta be held accountable from all aspects. <laughs>
<laughs> Ari Agnes joins me, and of course, my favorite uh, my favorite personality to talk to uh, when I feel bad or down or I just need to pick me up. I, I'm always glad to have you on. Uh, you continue to do that for me, and I appreciate you coming on, spending some time with me. Uh, you never know how silly it's going to get with us, and and you you embrace it. So that's what I appreciate. Well, I appreciate you very much. I will talk to you soon. Good luck uh, this weekend, and uh, hopefully we are talking about here in the next couple of weeks that fantastic run you have made in Conference USA, hoisting the trophy, the only trophy that will sit in your office, the only one. That That's con- fair. That's fair. I'll put it in there for a while, and then we'll let somebody else enjoy it. Okay, fair but enough. I, I appreciate you. Thank you very much, sir. Take care. Ari Agnes joining us, and uh, we owe her a Twix and a Baby Ruth. We will continue on with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, your host here on The Drive for this Wednesday, March 17th on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's our final day of the week as coming up tomorrow, we'll have the first four. All of that action coming up starting at 5 o'clock and then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday, we'll have the first round of the NCAA tournament. We'll be back on the air Tuesday, and hopefully we'll have a lot to talk about on Tuesday. But today's the last show of the week. Just want to let you know, and of course, if you've missed any part of today's show or you missed any past episode, all you have to do is find us on our podcast. We host that. You can go to WRVC.com. That's a great place to go. If you just want to go hit play, listen to the show that's it. All you have to do, go to the website. It's there when it's uploaded. Hit play. You'll see the latest episode, and you can listen to it there. Or if you want to subscribe to it, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, and you can have it come to your device. You can also get it on your Amazon Echo. You can tell your Alexa device to listen to the show. There are so many ways. So if you miss any part of the show, you want to go back, catch an interview, or you couldn't listen for today and you found out that, oh, hey, Ari Agnes was on the show. You want to go back and listen to it. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Paul Swan, your host here for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The NIT. Anybody watching this? NIT first round. Richmond Toledo. That's coming up at 7 o'clock. A first round. St. Mary's versus Western Kentucky. 9 o'clock. Anybody watching this? You staying up tonight at 9 o'clock to watch Western Kentucky take on St. Mary's. Are you rooting for St. Mary's or Western Kentucky in this one? I might check it out. I don't know if I have really a preference, but I'll probably root against the Hilltoppers just for fun. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is not the Conference USA way here. We're support of all we support our conference mates here. No matter no matter if it's Western Kentucky, if it's middle, if it's Louisiana Tech, North Texas, we support our conference mates here in Conference USA. We want we want Western Kentucky to be as successful as they can be in the NIT, right? It does help the league if they win it, right? Okay, there you go. You're starting to starting to see the 
You're starting to see why it's a good idea to do that. The light has hit you. should root for Western Kentucky. You can root against Toledo all you want. Richmond's taking on Toledo tonight. You can root against Toledo all you want. Uh, the only time it's fair to root against uh, any Conference USA team other than Marshall, you never root against Marshall, but you can root against other Conference USA teams only if, and I mean only if, uh, you have wagered significant amounts of money. Not that people would do that, but you've wagered significant amounts of money on a bracket or something like that. Not that people would do that. Never happens. It's unheard of. I might watch tonight. I don't know. Uh, St. Mary's, uh, Western Kentucky, that's coming up tonight. And that's your NIT first round action. And the first games are going to be from the UNT Coliseum in Denton, Texas, and then the Comerica Center in Frisco, Texas, as North Texas, the host institution, of course, North Texas not participating in this year's NIT due to the NCAA and that automatic bid there. Wouldn't that have been something, though, if North Texas didn't get into the NCAA tournament, and but they got like an automatic because they're host institution they're good enough. You're just like, yeah, okay, they get a bid. They get to be in the – they get to open – what if the NIT brought them in and said, okay, you didn't get to the NCAA tournament. You're going to be in the NIT. You're the host institution. And then you got to go play in Frisco. What, what if they did that to them instead? Like, okay, no, no, you can't play uh, – no, you can't play in your home court. You can't do that. You're going to have to play in Frisco. You're, you're a road team. And you're a road team – in your home state. I mean, that would have been just desserts, right? That would have been everything they deserved. See, there's ways to, there's ways to get at these teams. Of course, this is all um, sour grapes on our part here. Lots of schadenfreude here going on. Lots of, well, if Marshall can't be there, I'm not rooting for Western Kentucky. Let's just go ahead and clarify that right now. Tomorrow... We'll have the NCAA tournament. I'm going to sit back and enjoy some tournament action with you tomorrow as uh, we're all be together. Uh, appreciate you tuning in today. Really, uh, I do appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming in, having a little fun with us. And I hope we did have some fun with you today. For Nick Verzellini, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.